Hi, I'm Ben Barnes and you are listening to Life Minute TV. Hello. Hi, Ben. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Thank you, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for doing this. So how are you? Congratulations. Very well. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a bit overwhelmed this morning after so many years of wanting to put music out and then and then uh, having people sort of tweet their favorite songs at me or their favorite lyric at me or something. And, it, and it's, uh, you know, having it be specific and out there and not mine anymore is, is a really good feeling, actually. So cool. Um, how, you know, most of us know you as an actor. How did you decide to get into music? Was it always a passion from a young age? It was actually, it was actually sort of my first, my first passion. I was always singing in choirs and and uh, Sinatra tribute concerts and Stevie Wonder soul nights and I would play drums in a jazz orchestra and um, you know I just always about music and I thought music would be what I did and then when I was about 19 I started recording some music and some jazz covers and I had a manager and I was in a pop band for a, a, a minute sort of felt like it slipped through my fingers a little bit and, and I sort of started focusing on the on the acting stuff and theatre and and TV and, um, and and eventually got into films and couldn't quite believe how I'd got there and uh, <laughs> felt like the luckiest man in the world. So I've been pursuing it for 20 years, but I've always kind of magnetized back to the music and played as many musicians in movies as I could. And you know, <laughs> always doing an impression, whether it was in high school of the Sinatra or the Stevie Wonder, and then through, you know, my movies, um, different kind of 80s rock stars in leather trousers or, or uh, you know, Americana folk, street buskers or whatever, but it was never really entirely me. And I think something about the pandemic and those kind of identity crises that most people I know were having was just sort of a, an if not now, when moment and managed to sort of spend the time finishing songs that were half half written and, you know, lyrics without music and, you know, th things that just didn't feel complete. And then suddenly I had this collection of songs which felt complete and I, so I just like did everything I could to to make it something that I could then share. Uh, what about the piano? Have you always played? Are you self-taught? I'm completely self-taught. I'm not very good, and um, and uh, but I got myself um, this 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 piano actually about a year, just over a year, yeah, a year and a half ago, something like that. And um, I'd always had a sort of electric one, but it it it. It, I didn't, yeah, I don't really, I still don't really know what I'm doing on it. I just, I just write the lyrics until I'm happy. And then I sit at the piano and I move my fingers around. And then I drive my producers crazy by saying, I don't know what this chord is called, but you need to move your thumb down one. And then, and then, and then it will sound like, like the feeling that I was having when I wrote this. So I think it's quite an organic way of doing it, but it does take a really long time and it does upset a lot of proper musicians. <laughs> uh, and you mentioned the producers, you worked with some heavy hitting ones. Tell us about that. Yeah. So John Lagier and Jesse Stevenberg, um, they'd worked with everyone from old school Herbie Hancock through to John Mayer and, and the Lucas Nelson band who were the Star is Born band and um, I, you know I just really liked them as, as as people and they had a passion for it and I sent them the songs and they were like we can do something with these and then through the project they actually both got more kind of enthused by it and by the end they were like I love this so um, yeah it was, a, it was a very sort of rewarding uh, experience to take them from the voice notes of just piano and voice through to like some in some cases these sort of big sweeping sort of anthemic things with strings and brass and drums and you know all these things all done sort of remotely through the pandemic as well which just made it twice as difficult but um mm -hmm. 
but but you know we did it well tell us about it what does it sound like I, i'm sort of describing it as as uh, um sort of old soul pop because it, it has a kind of um you know there's a catchiness to the songs that sort of fit into a formulaic structure of a pop song but but um it's informed and inspired by the music that i loved and grew up around which was um you know uh queen and and ray charles and stevie wonder and and um you know the doobie brothers or bonnie ray or whatever it might be like all of that kind of stuff uh, that i was introduced to by my dad was always the stuff that i gravitated towards or the beatles and you can never sound like any of those people but um if you put them all in a melting pot and then write something about your life and it gets sort of spun out the other side out, out the sort of washer and dryer and it's hopefully ends up sounding like you and when i first started playing stuff to my friends they're like oh it sounds this sounds like you are as a person and i was like huh. great that's all i could ever have tried to do and songs for you who is you well <laughs> there's a lot of you know obviously some of these songs are clearly you know from from moments in my life so they're about specific people and in those cases they know who they are um <laughs> but i think that also the, the the beautiful thing about music is that as soon as you release it it becomes about you know what i love about certain Beatles songs you know when when I listen to I want to hold your hand by the Beatles I think about the person whose hand I want to hold not who you know Paul McCartney or John Lennon's whose hand they were wanting to hold when they were late teenagers I don't care it this is about you know you know it's about how it relates to you and how how we can all how we you know we become as soon as we share something like that we're, we're this we, you know you become a community and and um and it sort of it connects us together so so it's about as soon as you listen to it, it's for you. And then thirdly, the third reason is there's a song, Leon Russell song called A Song For You, which I love, which Donny Hathaway did a version of that is one of my favorite ever recordings. Um, and I fell in love with it as a late teenager. Um, and so it just kind of was a bit of an ode to that as well. Um, and there's a video too, right? There's actually two, a couple of videos. Yeah, there's two videos. There's there's a video for um, 11.11, which is the first one, which was, directed by uh, my friend Lee, Lee Krieger, who directed some of Shadow and Bone, the pilot episodes of that, which is the show I'm in on Netflix. Um, and it stars Evan Rachel Wood, who was in Westworld with me. And then the second video was directed by an old friend of mine, Georgia King, who's also an actor. And, um, and it, it stars uh, Floriana Lima, who was in The Punisher with me. So it was, it was sort of a concerted effort to have this connective tissue between my acting life. And I wanted them to be very much storytelling type videos so that it wasn't just a kind of, oh, this actor's a singer now. It's kind of like, no, there's this kind of, there's a bridge that, from one to the other. Uh, what do you like better, acting or music? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're both storytelling to me. They sort of come under the same banner and I've sung in so many films. And, you know, this feels particularly special because it's about me and it's intimate and it's, it's, um, it's purely from me. There's no director or editor or writer um, other than me. So, so it feels very personal in that way. And that's a very special feeling. Hmm, what's next for you? Any more acting or more music? Or yeah, yeah, I've just I've just actually finished a Guillermo del Toro horror um, anthology series episode. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest horror fan in the world, but I thought new challenge, something different. And uh, if Guillermo del Toro asks you to do something, you just say yes. Um, mm -hmm. So that was exciting. And then I'll go back to uh, Shadow and Bone, which is the fantasy series on Netflix.
Yeah. So what's something you never travel without? Um, something I never travel without. Um, do you know, over the years, I've got some lovely gifts of like things that people have made me, uh, various crew members on things or close friends of maybe like a beautiful, like, um, like passport holder. And um, uh, my first ever girlfriend got me this like uh, weekend bag, leather bag, which I, which kind of goes everywhere with me still. It's like little, I, you know, I like, I like, you know, I'm, you can probably tell I'm quite a sentimental human being. So, so I like, I like taking personal things with me little, I always take a, a, a notebook again, usually one that someone's given me as a, as a present so I can jot down little phrases or, you know, things like that. Uh, what's the best life lesson you've ever learned? Do you know what? There's a thread of hopefulness that goes through the, um, through the songs. And one of them is based on a John Lennon quote that my dad used to say to me when I was young, which was, it will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end, which is basically this is beautifully cheeky, poetic way of saying, you know, it, it will get better always. Love it. Uh, what's your favorite way to relax? Um, probably TV binge, binge. Yeah, probably binging a series with no with no 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 guilt. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorites? I mean, I, I sort of unashamedly watch everything, really. Um, uh, I've just been watching the Squid Game most most recently, but I've I've rewatched all of Friends recently. I mean, I you know, it's it's kind of whatever I'm in the mood for. You know what movie I love that you're in? Was it The Big Wedding? Was it called The Big Wedding? Yes, The Big Wedding. What an amazing yeah. cast! Yeah, I love that one. The home <laughs> kind of looks like the home in that if you've got the style. Oh, my home! <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know you had an accent. I couldn't believe. Uh, you know, that was so, that was amazing. Well, maybe this one is the fake accent and that one. Ah. <laughs> never know. Uh, what's your favorite comfort food? All of them. I, I love Indian <laughs> food. I love Indian food. I love pizzas. I love potato uh, chips. I, yeah, I eat all of it. <laughs> well, you don't look like it. How do you stay fit? Um, I like to switch between lots of different things because I get bored very easily. I do have a, a, a little gym in my in my home now since since the pandemic, but um, uh, I love swimming um, and 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 hiking. I've done. I recently did a bit of Pilates to keep myself in the right uh, order. I love playing tennis. I like to switch between them. Gosh, you're a busy guy. My goodness. Um, well, I, I didn't say how often I've done it in the last couple of months, but I, <laughs> I, I like to try to do those things. What's your idea of romance? Um, my idea of romance. Oh, I stumped him on this one. No, it's just, <laughs> there's just lots of things going through my head. Romance, uh, secret poems hanging in trees. I don't know. <laughs> anything you want to tell us about your music or anything that we didn't cover? Just that it's out today and uh, I hope you love it. Love it. Yay. Thank you so much. Oh my much. goodness. Thank you so much. Thank and congrats you. again. Thank so you so excited much. excited for you. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. To see more of this interview, visit our website, lifeminute.tv. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Life Minute TV.